is the Miller Lite Cowboys Hour. Supported by Albertsons. And brought to you by Miller Lite, the only beer of the Cowboys. It's Miller time. Albertsons and Tom Thumb, the official supermarket and pharmacy of the Dallas Cowboys. Luke Casey, the official bootmaker of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. And by Omni. Omni Hotels and Resorts, the official hotel of the Dallas Cowboys. It's Victory Monday! Now your hosts, Haley Sutton and Brad Chan. Yeah, it is Victory Monday. <laughs> I like that intro. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, everybody, to Concrete Cowboy. It is Victory Monday. The Victory Monday fan club is right <laughs> over here. And look who's here. Ezekiel Elliott is here. Hi, Zeke. Oh, we love Victory Monday. Hey, I want to say thank you uh, to these great folks at Concrete Cowboy who have been our hosts here in the Star District for the last few weeks. Uh, next week, we are moving right downstairs to Cane Rosso, everybody's family. But uh, this will be the last show up here for this part of this season at Concrete Cowboy. And what a great job of hosting you've done. So thank you. We appreciate you very much. And uh, we're delighted to have... There you go. See, you guys are coachable. You figured out what you're <laughs> supposed to do. Good for you. Uh, we are delighted to have all of you listening wherever you are around the Dallas Cowboys radio network and streaming live and in living color whatever day of the week you're streaming us on DallasCowboys.com. And, and it is Victory Monday, and Ezekiel Elliott is sitting here just signing autographs. Like, can you do this in your sleep out. after all these years? Can you do it in your sleep? Yeah, I'm just knocking them out, so I don't got to worry about <laughs> yeah, that. <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, very good. Um, what what a pleasure it, it is to watch you work, and I don't mean signing autographs. <laughs> um, you've just been you've just been uh, so Zeke. You've been playing so hard. I know how, how frustrating last year was for you playing, uh, not being at full strength, and here you are um, just being the things that have made you since the beginning, but I would like to say, when you hurdle people in your seventh year, is that uh, is there like a time when maybe reason says, leave that to the little babies, let you know, be a grown up out the there. Little babies. Is that just is that just instinct? Um, you know, I think if guys are going low, it's okay. You go high. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. I mean, it just it kind of gives them something to think about. Now the next guy is going to try to tackle me. He's going to got to think about if you want to hit me low or you want to try to tackle me high or if he wants to get jumped. <laughs> when, did, when was the first time you ever remember doing that in your life? High school? Uh, I think it was, co it was college. What goes into that decision? Like, I mean, is that like a split-second decision? Dak said you practiced it a little bit last week. <laughs> no, I think uh, last week I, I jokingly like, acted like I was a hurt old guy in a walkthrough. Um, but I don't know if that's – necessarily practice for <laughs> live action jumping over someone. <laughs> and when you did that yesterday, did did you say to yourself, oh, I can still do this? Yeah. No, definitely. They were going low. <laughs> so you're going high. Yeah. Um, let's talk a little bit about the feeling that's going on in the, in the um, locker room and the team meeting rooms. Cohesion's been a big deal for this team for a few years. And uh, it really does seem like across offense and defense and within each position group, uh, it seems to be 
an unusually close bunch, like it's more than just having your, each other's backs. Can you just tell us a little bit about what this team is like in that regard? Uh, you know, I think it's just kind of the culture that, you know, over the, over, I guess, the seven years we've been here, just a culture that was already in the Cowboys uh, club and, and that we've continued. Uh, I mean, we just, we've, always, we've always had a very close-knit group. Um, and just the, the fact that guys are so close, you know, across the board, defense and offense. And, and uh, I mean, it just, it, you could tell how, how much we care about each other by how hard, how hard we play for each other. You can tell how much uh, someone like you cares about uh, everybody else by the selfless nature of the way you approach your job. There are a lot of running backs. First of all, there are a lot of running backs seven years in. I think I'm right about this. I keep meaning to look it up to be 100% sure. But I believe you lead the league in touches for the time you've been in the league. I don't think there's a back or receiver who's touched the ball more than you have. So for you to be resilient enough, I know that's Mike's word for the year is resilience, but for you to still be grinding the way you're grinding and producing the way you're reducing, uh, producing seven years in, uh, that shows a real dedication to yourself as well as to your teammates. Has that always been part of your DNA? Um, I mean, I think so. I think, uh, I think that's just kind of, you know, the way I was raised. Uh, you know, got to thank the parents for that. Just, just the way I was raised, uh, the way I was taught, taught this game, I think the this sport that we play football, I mean, it's a, it's a selfless sport. Uh, I mean, it takes 11 guys to make the thing go at one time. And so, uh, I mean, not one person's job is more important than others. And uh, I think we just owe it to, to each other just to, you know, g give it our best. You know, there's some joy that's tangible. You can see in the way you run, uh, certainly things Turpin does, um, you know, that little backflip he did. And, and then d whatever. I don't even want to, I do want to know, but I don't want to know what was said in the huddle to make Dak do that little dance <laughs> right, right before the last snap. But... Um, the, is, is it difficult to maintain that joy of playing such a violent game for as long as you have? Uh, no, I don't think so. Um, I think one of our coaches says, he said, we get to play a child's game with a king's ransom. So, I mean, blessed every day to, you know, go, go out. I get to go play a game, uh, you know, and. I'm blessed for that. <laughs> Has that always been your mentality, though? Because obviously going through last year with it being a struggle, coming back into this year, has your mentality changed at all over those seven years, or do you still approach the game the same way you did when you were growing up? You know, I think I still approach the game the same way. Um, you know, I think you just you got to have that selfless attitude. Um, you know, you got to show the team that you're selfless so they can, you know, be the same for you. And, uh I mean, I think, I think that's what we've been so doing a, a good job at this year. Yeah, that's a big part of you, I guess, being a leader and being a mentor to some of those younger guys. Yeah, I mean, I, how can you ask someone to do something that, you know, you, you won't do yourself? You've talked a lot, especially uh, through the summer and the early part of the season, about you and Tony Pollard being complimentary with an E of each other, uh, as well as with an I. But, I mean, how you, you support each other by... Uh, sharing time and makes you've, you've spoken about that a great deal. Uh, it is also a fact that a lot of running backs of your pedigree and accomplishment would not be so willing to share carries and touches, no matter how close of friends you became with the guy. Where did that unselfishness come from? From a position that, uh, is, I mean, you got to you got to have the ball sooner or later. 
where did that self selflessness come from in terms of sharing your position? I mean, I think you just got to look at the bigger picture. I mean, the bigger picture, you know, it's tough on those defenses when me and Tony rotate in and out, uh, keep them staying fresh. And, and when we wear on those guys, you, you can see it. You can see it uh, when those guys across the ball are lining up against us. You can see when you're when you're wearing on them, you know, play after play after play. And, uh, I mean, you said it earlier. You said you think I, I have the most touches since I've been in the league. I mean, you got to think of the bigger picture. Um, you know, how long do I want to be doing this? Uh, I mean, having Tony's only going to help, you know, extend my career also. Uh, and I mean, Tony's a hell of a player. He deserves touches. He, des he deserves those reps. I mean, our team's a, a better team when, when, when we rotate the way we do. How long do you want to be doing this <laughs> since you asked? <laughs> to be determined. Uh, yeah, to be determined. Maybe a bad day. <laughs> the, the day after a game might be a tough, a tough day to ask. I mean, look, you're – the uh, r great running back's shelf life is, you're probably right bumping up right <laughs> against the average one, but obviously you're not average. Now, I'm, I'm not trying to get, yes, I am, uh, too much, too <laughs> deep in your business, but I mean. I like that self-scout. <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's not lie. I mean, you're, what you're saying can sound to someone suspicious like, Oh, he's maybe thinking about retiring. Are you thinking about retiring? You know, no. Not today. <laughs> but no. No, okay. But you are thinking about how long you want to do it. I mean, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ask an answer. Next. <laughs> Going back to Tony, uh, I know the big thing with Mike, he always talks about complimentary football, but you guys are pretty complimentary between each other. Uh, since you've been playing with him, what are maybe some things you've learned from him and his game that have helped you kind of develop into a better running back? Um, just the way he, he goes and hits the hole. You know, sometimes, you know, I sometimes get caught up, like, trying to let things develop. And sometimes Tony, he just puts his foot on that gas. And, and sometimes <laughs> you got to go get that money. And, uh, you know, good things come from it. <laughs> Do you remember how impatient you were as a runner in your first few games of your rookie year? Yeah. How would you describe that to people? Uh, yeah, it was just a little. It was a little frustrating. Um, just the timing was a little off. Just uh, you know the, the system I came from in college. Uh, definitely a pro. Not a not exactly a pro system. I mean, we created a lot of pro players, but I wouldn't necessarily call it a a, a pro system. And uh, you know, the run game was a lot different. And so when I first got in the league, I'm trying to, you know, hit. I'm trying to run these plays like like I did in college and the timing just isn't isn't timing up and, and you know it got frustrated and it, and it was it was a rough couple first couple games uh but by the third game you know everything started clicking and yeah and as soon as you start I mean I'll remember it like it was yesterday I don't know if the first road game was Washington but I mean as soon as you realize that it just wait wait a second it, it's it's coming it, then you could become the player that you were at Ohio State, right? Mm -hmm. And and was that film study that did that? Was it coaching? Was it? Did you just realize it yourself? Um, no, I, it t definitely took a, a film study. Uh, so I mean, in college you ran a lot of tight zone. You ran some tight zone my, my rookie year, but a lot of a lot of things we ran a lot of wide zone, and that's where I was struggling. Um, and so you know, I just had to I had to go watch film. I had to go you know watch. I think I watched uh, Arian Foster because, you know, at that time, Arian Foster, I mean, him in Houston, 
he mastered that that uh, outside zone. Uh, I watched Alfred Morris, who actually was uh, my backup. Right. So I watched him. He was he, really incredible at the wide zone. He always ended up in the right spot. Um, so I just had to go watch a couple guys that that ran the scheme very well and and just watch it until it kind of clicked. It clicked. It clicked. <laughs> All right, finish signing those pictures. We're going to take a break uh, with Haley Sutton. I'm Brad Sham. We are here at Concrete Cowboy with our special guest, Ezekiel Elliott. We'll be right back. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
to the Miller Lite Cowboys Hour, supported by Albertsons. Welcome back to the Concrete Cowboy here in the Star District in Frisco. The Cowboys Hour is presented by Albertsons and Tom Thumb. Get 10% off your groceries every Dallas Cowboys game day when you wear your Cowboys jersey. Albertsons and Tom Thumb, the official supermarket and pharmacy of the Dallas Cowboys. I'm Haley Sutton with Brad Sham and our special guest, Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. We were talking in the break about... Wait, hold on a second. Ezekiel Elliott, oh. can we do better than that? It's Victory Monday. Y'all are acting like you're in church for crying out loud. See the man work yesterday? Come on now. You caught me off guard. I thought I said something no, wrong no, you again. Did. No, you did great. They were they they fell asleep in their antipasto. I don't even know what that word means. <laughs> antipasto, yeah. cane roso, yeah. all the things. Um, <laughs> he threw me off, Brad. Come on, um, Audible. Audible, right. Uh, Zeke, obviously, uh, we're talking about Sunday's game, the just how you've been feeling in your career and all that, but I wanted to ask you the obvious question. Uh, what was it like to have your guy, Dak, back out there with you on Sunday? No, it was great. You know, it was great to have Ford back out there. Uh, you, we all know what he means that, to our team, and, uh, you know, yeah, it was definitely, definitely good having him. Did you feel a difference in the offense, or did it, I mean, was it how, how seamlessly did it feel? Uh... Yeah, we feel good. I mean, we look good. <laughs> the energy's different, isn't it? I mean, obviously, Cooper ran the offense about as well as you could run it. But there's a different energy. Their personalities are different. No, 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 exactly. Um, I mean, Dak, like, like you said, they got different personalities, but Ford's our leader, you know. Uh, you know, so he makes, it, he makes the thing go. And, and uh, I mean, like you said, it was great, great getting them back out there. Mc McCarthy told me yesterday that in the um, – in the morning, I guess when they talked Sunday morning, he said that he was, that Dak was so excited about the prospect of playing again that he almost d did too much in the meeting on Saturday night. He like, he almost lost his mind in getting ready for the meeting and, and then whatever the quarterbacks do on Sunday. Did you see that in him? Uh, you know him pretty well. No, I didn't see that. Um... But I mean, you could tell he was excited. I think he was. I think he was probably at the stadium. Like, I think I had texted him uh, if we had to check in at the start before we went to the stadium. Like, probably I texted him probably around like seven thirty, and I think he was already at the stadium. So in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Wow. So I mean, he definitely excited to get back out there. I mean, we know how much he loves this game and how much he loves being out there, how much he loves competing, and uh, so I can only imagine. All right. Uh, there's, there's a part of your game that um, some of us who have been around you since you got here have been asking you about since you got here. But I was just watching the first quarter offense. You know, first play of the game. Uh, uh, sorry, third play of the game, sack. But you, uh, in pass protection, drop off. You see the linebacker, and you stoned him almost out of the frame. And you have been an outstanding pass protector almost from day one. And... I love hearing you talk about the approach that you take to that, the pride you take in blocking. It's ostensibly not what you're paid for, but it certainly is a part of the complete Zeke, back that you mind. are. And I think there are a lot of maybe young players, kids listening who you know, are running backs, would love to know what your approach is to learning to block and then carrying through the plan. Uh, I'll say... Probably, I mean, I've always loved, like, you know, hitting. I've always been a physical player. But I say when I got to college, 
you know, I was 17 years old. You know, I got guys three years older than me, guys that are bigger than me, faster than me, stronger than me. So I'm like, but and I, our, my running back coach, Coach Drayton, he always preached, uh, like, it, it, it doesn't take any, I mean, it takes some skill to block, but a lot of it is just heart, it's want. Um, and, and so I kind of looked at blocking was, this is how I'm going to separate myself from the other backs. I'm going to go do the dirty work. You know, I'm going to do what a lot of people don't want to do. Uh, and, you know, I just kind of, it's been my mentality, you know, and how I approach this game. And, and also, I mean, in pass protection, that's just another another way to lean lean on that defense, you know, make that linebacker feel you, uh, you know, put get a, get a nice shot in there. Did, why didn't you play defense? Um, I mean, then you just run and hit the guy all day long. I played <laughs> defense. I did play defense in high school, um, but I wanted to play running back. <laughs> it hits better when you get to score the touchdowns. I mean, you can still hit on offense. Yes, you can. No, you can. Do you, are you like a lot of offensive linemen like to see guys wear down? Like they, I know a lot of offensive linemen, you do too, who their objective is by the end of the game they want to see the guy quit. I mean, that's how my that's how my my college coach he this is how he this is kind of how he, what he compared it to. He said uh, that de the defense is, is like a shield, and you keep hitting the shield. You know, first couple times you hit it, you know, nothing might happen. You know, but the third, fourth time it's gonna start to get get. It's gonna start to splinter. It's gonna start to dent, and then uh, you know you keep hitting that shield enough times. Eventually, it's gonna break. So I mean, got to keep get as many of those shots in as you can. So that's your objective is to break the shield. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just keep that in mind. There's your mental. There's your mental picture. What you see is running style. <laughs> trying to break the shield. Okay. Zeke, I wanted to ask you because you bring up the defense. Obviously, what they've done this year is incredible to keep you guys in games and also keep you guys motivated. Uh, what's it like going against them in practice every week, and just how good or how much better, I guess, does that make y'all on the other side of the ball? Uh, you know, at times it's pretty frustrating. Uh, <laughs> I mean, just you look at our defense. You just look how deep across the board we are. I mean, you look at this. I mean, specifically that D line. Yeah. I mean, you got. Great players like Sam Williams. I mean, I think he only played 12 plays last last game. So I mean, they they are a deep group. Uh, you you can see the 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 competition uh, that that's in that room, and and they just they all compete against each other. It just makes it makes that defense so much better. And of course, they're fresh. Uh, but I mean, going against them, yeah, it's frustrating at times. But it kind of makes Sundays easier. <laughs> <laughs> was that the expectation going into you know the off season and training camp that the defense was going to be as good as they are right now? Uh, I, I would say so. I mean, you look at you look at you know what what our young guys did last year, Michael Parsons and and uh, Trayvon Diggs. Just uh, you know the way they they played last year kind of led that defense. You got D Law, you know uh, D Law. He's He's making that D line go, and um, and with the, those leaders uh, and and uh, the depth of, of of their defense, I mean, <laughs> they're really good. Yeah, they are. And uh, you mentioned a lot of rookies in there too, Sam Williams. Uh, but Dak yesterday talked about this being probably the most talented rookie class he's seen since he's been in the league. Can you echo those sentiments, or is this again a surprise to you at how good this rookie class is? Um, no, I definitely can echo that. Uh, I mean, you look at guys like Sam Wood, you look at guys like Tyler, I mean, who's coming along so well. I mean, dude is so, so strong and just gifted. He just moves guys out the, out the way. Uh, 
I mean, but the, you got you got definitely a, a deep class. I mean, look at Ferg, you I was know. Just getting ready to you say got those you got ends. Ferg and Henny. I call them Beavis and Butthead. Mike called him. What did Mike call? What did Mike call him today? Frickin' Frack. Well, frickin' Frack. But but Beavis. Uh, dare I even ask which one is Beavis? And I don't think it matters. <laughs> <laughs> it's just interchangeable. Interchangeable parts. Hey, you mentioned Micah. Um, I can't imagine since in twenty. He, he opted out of the COVID year, as so many players did. Uh, I can't imagine that you knew too much about him other than he was a good player when he came in here last year. Would I be right about that? Uh, yeah. So when you got on the field with him and saw him start to play in some games, what, what were your thoughts about what you were suddenly teammates with there? I was like, how can a dude be this big? <laughs> And this fast, like, <laughs> it's scary. I just remember the first time, like, he, like, ran up on me in practice. I'm just like, like, damn. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, man, where did this dude come from, huh? But, I mean, just the, the combination of just, uh, you know, his size and his strength and his speed. Uh, now I feel bad for those quarterbacks and, and tackles that – yeah, yeah, you can't even block him with a running back. No, no, I don't. Feel Not bad. really. Dan, Dan, uh, Dan Quinn was talking today about one of the aspects of your team that that he really likes as a guy who's coached a lot is uh, how uh, excited the offense and defense are for each other when something's going on. So the play um, where Micah ran down the tight end on the screen just before the uh, D Law punched the ball out, got the fumble. Did you see that play? Were you in a position to see him chase the guy down from behind? No, yeah, I saw that. I mean, everybody can see in the stadium. Well, that's that, true. We got that big, big screen. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, I mean, a, a fan, crazy play by him, and and just to show that you know this, the, he he didn't quit on that play, and I mean that play probably won us the game. I mean, because that game's a different game if that tight end scores on that play and. And we don't even get a chance for a D-law to, you know, force the big turnover. Um, and, I mean, that's why, that's why you gotta, you gotta, you know, bring it every play. You gotta finish every play because you, you never know, you know, how 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 it could change the game. And is that as a, an example for an offensive player? I mean, you can certainly see why that would be true for a defensive. His recognition, by the way, is unbelievable because he's rushing on the play. Yeah. Then he realizes I'm not getting blocked. Me not getting blocked means something's up. He's so fast. <laughs> right? And he just hauls and catches the guy. But uh, can, do those things that he does, hustle and running down plays like that, can that be incentive that's helpful for an offensive player too? Um, yeah. I mean, I just think we kind of we feed off each other. I think defense and offense feed off each other the same way Tony and myself feed off each other. We kinda, It's kind of throughout the game, you know, you got to find that within your team and uh, – I mean, that was definitely a big boost. <laughs> I want to ask you real quick while we're talking about Micah. He called this week, or I guess the game, Shark Week. Do you know anything about that or, or what he meant about that? Because he didn't really explain it to us in the locker room. He just said that Sunday was all about it was, it was Shark Week, which is interesting because he always compares himself to a lion. This week? Like yeah, this yeah, upcoming week? Yes, no, literally yesterday after the game, he described the way that they played. The reason why they played was because it was Shark Week. So I'm assuming you know nothing about that. You know Michael a little different, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean? right, right. Yeah. I, I mean, I I'm going to assume I that's because they've been stressing getting more takeaways because yeah. they didn't get very many in Philadelphia. You know, maybe that is, but I don't know what it is, honestly. But whatever it is, 
can it be Shark Month or here? (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, there, as a matter of fact, it might be. We just don't know yet, but that's why we're all here. Ezekiel Elliott's our guest at Concrete Cowboy in the Star District tonight on the Cowboys Hour, brought to you by Miller Lite. We'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Albertsons. 
Okay, I can't wait to hear this. Welcome back to the Cowboys Hour, presented by Lou Casey, the official bootmaker of the Dallas Cowboys. We're going to try this again. We're hanging out with Ezekiel Elliott, everybody. On Victory Monday. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Oh, Zeke, we're talking about Micah before the break. We were talking about the Shark Week. Do you have an update or do we skip past that? Um, I think he said it was just like made up. Like they just made it up. The defense. Just yeah. Made it. Okay. Well, good to know. I guess we'll ask Micah about I'm, that. I'm going to guess. I, I will guess two things. I'll guess one that there are a lot of things that Micah says, especially right after games, that he has no idea that he has said, and the next day he won't even remember. Would that be a safe bet? Probably. Um. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. And and my other, my next bet would be they, they it was like sharks that, with blood in the water. Once the ball came out once, then here they went. I don't know. There's so many animal references on I this know. team that I've learned in the last month that I uh, I can't keep up. But I want to switch gears a little bit uh, and talk about your Buckeyes because they're doing pretty well this year. You're nodding your head, so you're keeping up with them. Just how you feel about uh, Ohio State right now? I mean, yeah, we're definitely doing our thing. Uh, you know, we got some people questioning our schedule. Um, but, I mean, all we could do every winning. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it gets personal in the locker room. Uh, but, you know, we, we undefeated. So, all we, all we can do is, you know, beat, beat everyone you, we play. You, you got some <laughs> Michigan guys in the locker room. They're undefeated too, aren't they? Yeah. Is that where some of the questioning of the schedule comes from, some Michigan um, guys? I mean, they – they finally got like one win in ten years, but I don't know if that's enough confidence to to, to start talking crap. Uh, when uh, when do, do do you have you have you guys looked at the schedule and know when they play and where you are? Um, no, they always we Ohio State Michigan game is is always the Saturday after Thanksgiving. Oh, so we, what do you we know? always can't play because we always do go Thursday on Thanksgiving and then another Thursday the next week. But not this year. Oh, really? Really? There you go. This year, huh. this year, I have good news and bad news for you. <laughs> this, by the way, is proof, ladies and gentlemen, that they are not looking ahead at the whole schedule. You know who you play One next? Game at a time. Oh, I mean, I'm the worst. I'm not looking at the schedule. Okay, good. You know who you play next week? Uh, yeah, yeah, we got uh, the Bears. Okay, very good. That's, that's <laughs> all you have to know. So I have good news and bad news. The good news is that uh, you have a traditional... Thursday game, Thanksgiving, and a mini-buy, and play the following Sunday. Okay? Sick. Okay? The bad news is that uh, you, there's a game in Nashville on the Thursday night between Christmas and New Year's, which means you're going to have a second short week with a Thursday game. Thanksgiving, and again on the 29th of, November, of December against uh, the Titans in Nashville. I thought we play. Do we play on Christmas Eve too? Yes. <laughs> I wish I those of you listening on the radio, I would pay thousands <laughs> if you could just have seen the look he just gave me. Yes. How many days? Have been, oh, I don't know. Well, that's <laughs> one game at so a time. the Christmas Christmas Eve is Saturday. Yeah. And then the following Thursday. Oh, oh so it's better than playing on Sunday. It actually is. Um, I mean, honestly, I don't really. I mean, sometimes I'm sometimes short weeks suck, but. I mean, I kind of don't mind, like, not really having to practice and going to play in the games. So. Right. And so, that, so the, the Saturday after Thanksgiving, you, you probably – I would bet anything you'll be completely off because it won't be no, – if it was a – if you were playing the next Thursday, then Saturday would be Tuesday or something like that. 
but you, but you will probably have the day off. I'm looking it up right now. Yeah. Just um, to confirm. I just, it's too, I'm not really big in planning, so like, that's yeah. like so far down the road, like we gotta get through the, yeah, no through the night first. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. He's like, I gotta get home. I am so, uh, believe me, I am so with you. Can I just get through this show, and then we'll worry about what, what's coming up after that. Um, go ahead. November 26th, the sad game. So if you can oh, wow. mentally keep that in there. November I mean, 26th, it's an 11 a.m. kick, though. So That'd be cool, but I mean, let's, yeah, I don't know. We'll get there when we get there. Now, I, I was, since we're talking about planning, I think everybody who, thanks to social media, you have very little private life, especially someone as high profile as you. So everyone kind of knows that, that uh, was it the, the baseball game when the Yankees were in Arlington? And Micah had a suite, and you were invited, and you said, "Yeah, I can't, I can't drive from Frisco to Arlington. I'm sorry, I can't be bothered." That's just kind of a far drive. Um, I already have to make it every other week, right? <laughs> you, there was a time when, if one of your teammates had a suite, and a, a moment like that was on the horizon, you'd be, you'd have been there. You'd have gone. Yes or no? Um, the thing is. It's just that Thursday practice, you don't understand how tough that Thursday no, practice I is. I do. And so it's like. It's got to be the right event to, to get you out. I mean, I don't know if there is the right event. <laughs> okay. All right. Did you want to ask him about Halloween? By the way, we will have a microphone to pass uh, among those of you who are here at Concrete Cowboy in the next segment. So have your questions ready and hold your hands up when we come around. And one of them is bound to be about Halloween, but is that enough to get you out? Um, Halloween come, falls on our bye week. It does, as a matter of fact. So that much you know about the <laughs> well, schedule. Well, yeah, we are going to have a Halloween party, so it's right. like, we, I do know that's on our bye week this year. So, Do you usually go all out for Halloween? Or um, you? Yeah, have you seen some of the pictures? In his Instagram history, you should look those up. Uh, I, I did last year. I was a joker last year. Okay. It was pretty sick. <laughs> I'm not a big Halloween person, I don't think. Um, I mean, it was my first, first year really dressing up like that. Really, because my girl made me. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, what's your, your idea? She was Harley Quinn. What's your idea? I was yeah. joker, and I got, like, face paint. And no, hey, we, yeah. many of us saw the pictures, and, it, you know, if, you're, if you like that kind of thing, it was a heck of a deal. You did, <laughs> you you like did that good. Kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, some if of us, well, you've just said you're not. Uh, so here's the thing. Can I, you see yourself dressing up as Harley Quinn? Maybe I, it would have to be for the right person, I guess. I don't. I enjoy like the fall aspect of Halloween. I don't. I don't do well with like scary. So I don't want to be. I don't want to dress up scary. I don't like to see people scary. I don't like blood. I don't. But I do like like fall. Like I like decorating for Halloween. So if I'm gonna like put Halloween decorations up, I will. So if she has costume plans for you for this year, would she have told you by now? Yeah, yeah. We're, uh, I'm going to be Edward Scissorhands. I got my costume already. <laughs> Dare I ask what's it? I mean, are we, do we have gloves with scissors? I mean, I don't know. I'm, but you just I know just that's know who you are. That's what I'm supposed to be. Yeah. I don't know the logistics and all so you that. So haven't, you haven't got to the I costume I just got to show up. Yeah. That, well, no, I that's, mean, that's a, you got I'm a not going to go buy a costume now. <laughs> right. If you buy me a costume and set up everything... Then I'll put it on. You have, a, you have a good relationship. <laughs> Tell me where to be and what to do, and I will show up. And, and if you're Edward Scissorhands, who's she? 
The lady from Edward Scissorhands? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I might need to watch Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> you might. I haven't seen it in a while. So. You, you might. <laughs> now, is there competition among teammates for costumes? Best costume? Um, I don't know. I don't, I, don't think, I don't think so. You don't care who anybody else goes as? I mean, I personally don't care. <laughs> do you all have trick-or-treaters come by? Like, do you, um, do you pass out candy or is that big in your neighborhood? It Mike is told very us he gave big away in my Kit neighborhood. Kats. I live in uh, Starwood, and it's it's big in my neighborhood. Do you want to give your address out? <laughs> I know. I was surprised I came out. Yeah, I was. All oh, the kids they already <laughs> know which house it is. They do. I bet they do. I'll bet they do. They already well. know which house it is. You know, I give out candy for about an hour, and then I take my ring, I unplug my ring, and, <laughs> and turn, turn my lights, lights off. off. And what is what? So what, when you trick or treated as a kid, you did that, right? In St. Louis, you were. Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't trick or treat. You did up. not. I did not. Didn't want to, or mom and dad said no. We yeah, we just didn't. We didn't do it. So what? How then do you know what kind of candy to give out? Um, I mean, I think we all know what good candy is, you know. Uh, <laughs> all the good stuff. <laughs> okay, so what do you like to give out? Um, Reese's, Twix. You can have, like, a good mixture of, the, like, the chocolate and, like, the sweet, like, Skittles and Starburst. And, so you got to have a little bit of everything. When it comes to candy bars, do you like to give out the gigantic ones. Haley started to say, yeah. Mike McCarthy told us last week that when they were in Green Bay, his wife made sure that they had the big candy bars to give away. And everybody in Green Bay pretty much knew it and came to visit. Um, yeah, I'm not looking to draw a bunch of trick-or-treaters. He, <laughs> he said he gives out candy for an hour, and then yeah, he turns off the lights and turns off the ring. I don't want to be like Scrooge, you know what I mean? I, I, I'll give some candy out, and but, you know, after an hour... I also heard Kids, him say you got that from I, seven to eight to, okay. <laughs> to get your candy. <laughs> okay, well, now that's interesting because... Uh, but it's on a Monday. It's Monday of your bye week, so they can start. What oh, if, you know what? I I mean, I think our Halloween party is Monday night, so maybe not. Maybe. Ooh. Sorry, kids. Maybe I'll luck this week. <laughs> Try the neighbor. Okay, bad bad news. Kids in the Starwood need to know that that's just not happening. Okay. Now I'm going to get TP. <laughs> yeah, yes, you are. Yes, you are. I think that's entirely possible. Ezekiel Elliott's our guest tonight. We are on the Miller Lite Cowboys Hour. At Concrete Cowboy, the Star District in Frisco. Get your questions ready if you're here. We'll be right back.
supported by Albertsons. Welcome back to the Concrete Cowboy here in the Star District in Frisco. Haley Sutton with Brad Sham and Ezekiel Elliott, QR Fan Club. Victory Monday! <laughs> that must be the key do word. Do not be taking Victory Mondays lightly and do not take Ezekiel Elliott lightly. Zeke is here on Victory Monday! Thank you. And very quickly, the Cowboys Hour presented by Papa John's. Better ingredients, better pizza, Papa John's. Zeke, do you have a pizza of choice? Um, yeah, Papa John's. <laughs> that, was, that was such <laughs> a layup. Good yeah, job. Was Papa John's. <laughs> that was such a layup. I love Papa John's. Especially with the new crust. You got the, the crust where you get the like cheese bread inside yeah. the crust. I haven't had that yet. It's, it's really good, but I mean, obviously, it's, it can't be like that good for you. I can't eat too much of that. <laughs> well, you know what I mean? I can't eat too much of that, yeah. especially in season. But, but in the off season. But in off seasons and after we win on Sundays, Papa John's. And Victory I think Mondays. there's a coupon for Papa and, John's. And for what happens on Victory Monday? We get to eat pa Papa John's. There we go. Yeah? There we go. <laughs> Did you know what I'm supposed to say? No, no. You say. <laughs> It's America. Say whatever you want. But yes. <laughs> but yes. Okay. We've got uh, some loyal cowboy fans with questions for Zeke, and we've got a microphone right over here, so let's go. Hello, Zeke. My name's Rambo. What is, what's the thoughts in the locker room as far as competitiveness in the NFC East? Because everybody right now, for the exception of Washington, are neck and neck. Um, yeah. Obviously, our, our division's doing doing uh, pretty well, and uh, I mean, we have a good division right now, so I mean, it just makes those uh, division games that much more important, but obviously at the, at the uh, beginning of every year, our, our goal is to win the NFC East. Uh, we don't care if they suck or if they're good. <laughs> we just got to go beat them up, so um, yeah, we got to just stay on our, our P's and Q's. I mean, everyone in our division is really good this year, so I mean, we just got to do everything we can to, to win those division games. What's up, Z? My name is Corey. Um, my question to you is, uh, with y'all having a healthy um, balance between you and Pollock, um, I'm wondering, like, during the games, can you tell, like, like the decent defenses will get tired of, like, tackle you because, you know, you bring that thunder, and then towards um, when Pollock come in, you know, they be tired of trying to tackle them, him, as well as you because, you know, you delivering the boom as well, and I'm trying to tackle you? Um, yeah, so, I mean, like, when, when you run the football, it just takes a toll on the defense, and, and we have two – two really good backs, then why not run as much as you can? Uh, I mean, I'd love for the, me and Tony to touch it 20 times. So that'd be, that'd be a fun game. But, I mean, that, those, those body blows, they, they, they wear on defenses. And you can see, you know, with each run, you know, how, how it wears on the defense. And, and you can really feel it, you know, late in the second quarter and, and late in the third quarter as, as the game goes on, just that defense, you know, kind of tiring out. So, uh, Corey, it's a great question, but it does, it does beg two. There's two sides of that, that if you just peel the question back a little, it kind of suggests that no one is afraid of Zeke's speed, and it kind of suggests that no one thinks that Tony is tough between the tackles. And uh, I have my own opinion about that, but what, what's yours? Uh, you know, I think... I think uh I think me and Tony are both, you know, balanced backs, uh, more balanced than, than I say maybe people people think. And uh, I mean, Tony, yeah, he's he's fast, he's super quick, but I mean, he he could thud, you know. What I mean, he loves to block too, he loves to hit, he'll finish a run, um, and and so I think, uh, I mean, yeah, we have our, our strengths, uh, but I mean, I wouldn't say we have weaknesses in the other category either. There, there you go. That's kind of where I was going. Thanks. <laughs> 
Hey, Zeke. Hey, uh, my name is Maria. Um, got a quick question for you. Um, you're looking really great this year. You're looking so much better. You're looking a lot like the old Zeke from when you first came in with the Cowboys. What have you done differently to change that up? And I asked that because even the other day we were watching highlights of you, and my wife was like, whoa, who was that running? I'm like, honey, that's Zeke. <laughs> you know, so you're looking really great. What changes have you done to bring that back? Um, you know, just kind of, you know, growing as a player, you know, learning, like, with my training, just what works for me, what, what doesn't, uh, you know, just taking care of my body and just, you know, doing what, everything I need to do to be, be prepared to go out there and play on Sunday. You did a lot of work in the off season, though, didn't you? You, did. you worked really hard this last off season. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it was just, you know, getting my knee back healthy. And, uh, you know, and by the time I would say I, I started feeling good. Uh, right when OTA started up, uh, you know, those, I'll say those first couple months of off season, you know, I still didn't feel quite myself. But once, you know, we started those OTA practices, you know, I was ready to go. Zeke, Black Excellence EP, I had a question. So when you hurdled yesterday, it looked so organic. It looked so fluid. My question is, what did you run in high school, college? Did you do hurdles? Did you do the 100? Did you do the 200? Because, man, you look like you were in rare, rare form yesterday. Um, yeah, so uh, I think I started running hurdles when I was eighth grade. So I ran hurdles uh, eighth grade through through senior year. Um, 110 hurdles, 300 hurdles. I ran 400 hurdles. So I, I was a hurdler, uh, you know, growing up. You know, I ran the one to two. I wasn't, you know, as I was. I was an elite hurdler. I wasn't an elite sprinter. <laughs> Appreciate you. <laughs> It did look organic. I'll, I'll give him that. Yeah, I was going to say, do you consider yourself to be fast? Like, what, if you're categorizing yourself, do you consider yourself fast? Yeah, I say I'm fast. Okay. <laughs> Just wondering. <laughs> uh, Zeke, what's the toughest team left on the schedule that you think uh, is going to give the Cowboys the hardest time? Um... Keeping in mind, he, I, still, he doesn't know say, who's on like, the schedule, the schedule past Sunday. Yeah. I mean... I'm I'm just gonna say like any division division team, you know you got you got watch the, uh, I mean Redskins too. I mean those division games are tough because you see those guys twice a year, so you so you they, you know each other so well, and, and on top of you know, us knowing each other so well, you know uh, them being good teams too. So we gotta worry about you know those division games because. I, the the fastest way to the playoffs is one of your divisions. So if we take care of our division, then we're one step closer to to getting that to that ultimate goal. Well, they don't play That's the Phillies because the Phillies are a baseball <laughs> team. Yeah, but they're worried about the Bears on Sunday, and then then we'll get to the Eagles on Christmas after we've had Thanksgiving. Okay. Zeke, all the way from Pennsylvania. So naturally, a Penn State fan. Uh, this weekend, Ohio State, Penn State. What's Ooh. your honest prediction? Ooh. Where are they playing? I believe in Penn State. Um, I mean, I, you guys got a better chance that is in, <laughs> that is in Penn State, but uh, you know I like my Buckeyes. And now, will there be? <laughs> I'm sure it's going to be like wide out if it's at Penn State. I'm sure it it's going to be State, wide yeah. out. I mean, Penn, that's a crazy environment. Penn State, that's a, that's a cool uh, college environment. It's probably a lot of stadium I've been in. Okay. Uh, will there be any wagering between yourself and Mr. Parsons on, uh, on this game? No, no, because he wants points. He don't even believe in his own team. He wants team. points? Yeah. He don't believe in his own team. Wow. That's tough. 
It's, not, say, it's not Shark Week for you, the Mindy you, line. I think you, you, you might bring that up to him, Haley. You might, you might bring that up to him. Would you bet with him if it was straight up? Am I allowed to bet? I mean, a friendly wager for lunch, <laughs> just for lunch. Uh, I'm not really allowed to bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Hi, uh, teacher here. Question for seniors who are looking at you as someone who's overcome a lot of hurdles, not just in football, but in life in general. What would be one of the advice that you'd give kids struggling with mental health issues right now? Oh, beautiful I question. Love that. Um, yeah. I would say the number one thing is just, you know, ask for help. You know what I mean? It's, it's okay to ask for help. You know, it's okay to, to, to you know, confide in your loved ones. Uh, you know, people, people care about you and uh, want to see you doing well. But uh, just that and, and just keep grinding. Uh, you know, I think you just got to, if you continuously do the right things, eventually, you know, you, you'll get some luck in. And when you get that look, if you're if you're already building those habits to be doing the right things, you're gonna be able to take advantage of opportunity. I love that jacket, by the way. It's very cute. I'm gonna ask you a question from all the Cowboy fans. Um, you scared us with, with that looked like a hyperextended knee. One play, and you kind of went down. Um, how's your knee doing now? He also went back in the game, you know. <laughs> yes, he did. Yes. yes. Okay. It's sore. It's definitely sore. <laughs> but it's Monday. It's Monday. Zeke, how you doing? Um, I'm, I feel so lucky to be here. I just flew in from California, and I get to meet you. That's awesome. Uh, my question to you is, uh, after a game, how long, if it happens, how long do you feel it takes for your body to get back to, like, okay, I'm ready to play again? Um, I think it's kind of game to game. Uh, you know, some games, you know, I get a bigger workload than others. Um, and, you know, some games I might be a little more beat up from than others. But uh, I would say... You know, hopefully by <laughs> hopefully by Saturday, I'm feeling pretty good. But uh, the schedule that Coach McCarthy has on it is his whole schedule is like direct is directly or centered around make our bodies and how we feel and, and getting us back uh, to feeling good for Sunday. And uh, you know, I think it's something that definitely has helped this team. Um, and yeah. J-Ron told us last week, I think it was, that it took him till about, what, Wednesday or yeah, Thursday? Yeah, because he, he's in, like, you, about like you. I don't know if he was in your same draft class, but within a year or so. Yeah. And I asked him, uh, and then this might be the last thing we'll have time for. Um, early in your career, guys, maybe, young guy, maybe by Wednesday, still a little stiff, but ready to go. You could play if you had to. And then by six, seven, eight years, I've had guys tell me I don't feel good. Yeah. I don't even start to feel human till Thursday. Yeah, that's what he said. He said the Thursday practice well, is see, always honestly, the hardest. See, though, when I was younger, I was getting a lot more touches a lot. Right. So, I mean, it's a little different now. I'm not getting 25 touches every week. Uh, you know, some weeks it's 15, some weeks it's 20. But, uh, so, I mean, I probably feel Hopefully by better, game better day. quicker now. <laughs> well, all right, good. Hey, we're all, we are all for that. Uh, l let me just say, I... I uh, I said something to Zeke about this in the locker room in Philadelphia after the game, but it, you're such a joy to watch because the 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 enjoyment that you have for playing the game is almost tangible. We can reach out and touch it. You can see how much you enjoy it, and um, it, for me, it's been such a thrill to be able to narrate your career and watch you go. And you're not anywhere near done yet, in spite of whatever that answer was early. Thanks for coming tonight. Appreciate it. Ezekiel Elliott, everybody. Now, Haley and I will be here, not here, downstairs at Connie Rosso on Halloween next week. But 
we probably won't be in costume. But we <laughs> we encourage you to be. I we'll, might be in a costume. I will come <laughs> as an old white sportscaster. How's that? We'll see you next week on the Cowboys Hour. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?